recognizing or realizing that when you are new to setting boundaries, there's going to be pushback. Sometimes the pushback's worse. Like when you're trying to be strong or you're trying to set these boundaries, people are going to push back. People aren't used to you having boundaries. Let's face it. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today, we are going to be talking about stepping up and setting boundaries. I've done other videos and podcast episodes about boundaries, but the reason um, I wanted to come on today, because I can't overstress it, right? And for a long time, I did not know what boundaries were. I guess I didn't really know the word of it. I, I had some, but they were very fluid. They weren't anything that... Um, they kept me feeling like underappreciated and like a doormat. That's what boundaries do. They had a, when you don't have them, it can really lead to a lot of situations or a lot of um, uneasiness in your life. And we often think of like boundaries as like these strict, these strict like lines in the, you know, lines in the dirt that we can't cross or that others can't cross. And um, really what boundaries do is it allows for healthier relationships. And so today I wanted to talk again about the importance of boundaries and share a little bit about how to set them and how to communicate them and how to know when you need to step up and set some boundaries. Setting boundaries involves creating and maintaining a healthy relationship with yourself and others by setting limits and expectations. I should have done a little bit of, um, I should have wrote down because I do have past podcast episodes and lives that I've done about boundaries, as I mentioned. So maybe afterwards, I'll put some in the show notes and in the comment section, I'll go back and reference a few. Because the first one I want to reference is because I just shared with you about yourself, I have honor your boundaries. And that is all about what kind of tapping into your integrity and doing what you say you're going to do and setting some limits around your own behaviors. But today we're going to talk about setting boundaries around others or in regards to others. Setting boundaries can help us have healthier relationships, have more control over our own lives, and can reduce stress and anxiety. A few weeks ago, I did the stress the Stressed Less Supermom Masterclass. And we talked a bit about boundaries and how we can um, create, 
create these lines or it, it really is just to protect ourselves and to allow others. We, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I feel like I'm tripping over my words this morning. Um, we teach others how we want to be treated with the boundaries that we set by letting others know how we expect to be treated it allows others to know how to treat us and when we don't have boundaries we end up getting treated like trash right we end up getting treating that that's where we feel unappreciated we feel like we're stretched thin because we haven't learned what it means to put limits on around ourselves some signs that that may come up or some signs that mean you need to step up and set boundaries include when you're feeling overwhelmed when you're feeling stretched thin or like pulled tight like a rubber band and you feel like you can't get on solid ground. If you're feeling exhausted more days than not, where you feel like your to-do list is a mile long, you're constantly feeling like you can't keep up, you're feeling overcommitted. These are all signs that you need to step up and set some boundaries. If you're feeling burned out, you're just feeling like you want to escape, right? Like you're just tired of, of hearing mom, mom, mom. <laughs> or like, I actually, I'm going to share a little bit of, of something that's going on in my life right now. My nine-year-old is giving us the hardest time. It's giving us like the heck, like this is the hardest time that she's ever given us about going to school. And she just does not like school. It has been a battle for the past three weeks. And to the point where she was like threatening, like that she was going to hurt herself. Um, and she won't share like what happened at school. She says it's like a jail. Like she, she has a few friends. And even I've been in touch with the counselor at school and the counselor is like, saying how she was out, like she'd be talking to her in conversation in the hallway, like just checking in with her and stuff. And she's telling Gianna is telling the counselor, like how she doesn't have any friends. And at the same time, like a girl would walk by and be like, Gianna, are you going to be at recess today? Like, so clearly she does have friends. So we are trying to get to the bottom of this. She's been like begging to homeschool. I even started a sticker chart with her. Now, granted, she's nine years old, but I am with her personal counselor because I have I have a lot of my kids in counseling because I feel like they that extra support definitely is, you know, being a counselor myself, I am a huge advocate of counseling. So don't be surprised that my kids are in counseling. My mom's always like, why are all the kids in counseling? I'm like, because I feel like it does take a village and I love having those extra that extra support to help with their mental health. But anyway, so their count, her counselor was like, let's try a sticker chart because um, even though it's very like juvenile, right? Like we use sticker charts when she was potty training, but 
it was, we were out of options. I'm like, I don't know how to get this kid to school. She has been, she's resorted to temper tantrums. We've tried, you know, different coping skills, different techniques, like different strategies to get her to talk and to calm down and to self-soothe and all of these things. And it starts the night before, and we just can't get to the bottom of what is going on. And anyway, so I share that because I was feeling just worn out last night. Like I was feeling irritable. I was feeling just overtaxed because this girl has been really on my last nerve (laughs) for the past three weeks. It has gotten to the point where it's just whining and crying and we're only trying to get her past day one. Now, fingers crossed this morning, she got up. I did have to dress her, which is something that's new in the past three weeks, but I, I got her dressed. She got up, she sat by the fireplace, she ate her breakfast. She did not say, I don't want to go to school. And so right now we're working towards a fun movie night. That's, that was her first, I'm like day one movie night. And then of course, like we stretch it out like three days a week, she gets another prize or whatever. But this, she's been trying to work on this first night, first day or first prize for weeks now. Well, about a week, about a week. And every day, you know, she resorts to whining and crying so she doesn't get the sticker. So today, this morning, she did really well. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But last night, I was almost at my breaking point. Like it was 1030. She was crying. And I I was like, we have to get to sleep. We have to like, I knew I was coming on here to do live. I have clients to see today, podcast interviews. She had school. Like we had a lot of things going on today. And I'm like, I need to get to sleep. We need to get to sleep. And I had to like pull in some coping skills. Like how do I deal with this? And setting boundaries was a huge one because I had to teach her how I wanted to be treated. I had to create and model boundaries so that she knew what to expect. I had to create certainty. And that's exactly what, whether you're doing it with your kids, with your spouse, with your friends, with the community, with your, your, the moms or the parents of your friend, kids, friends, like every relationship that you are in, it is essential to set up boundaries. And you, you need to step up and protect yourself with these boundaries for your emotional, physical, and mental health. It's like that, speaking of the same (laughs) nine-year-old, brought home a paper yesterday from from school counseling, all about personal space and the importance of it. And, you know, they give different scenarios and stuff. So we started looking over it and she's learning it as a, as a young person. And we learned it as well, but we, oftentimes we let those boundaries fall as adults because we have some people pleasing tendencies sound familiar. Right. And so we let those boundaries go because we are, we want to please, we want to make people happy. We have this like natural tendency and it becomes worsened and worsened until you feel like, where am I? Like you've lost yourself. You've given so much of yourself that you've lost who you are. And so it is essential again to set up those boundaries. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. 
I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak, and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone, because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth, but really it was exhausting, and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses. But it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. The first thing is to do to do when you're setting up boundaries is to, well, recognize that you need them. But then identify what you need and what you want. Do you need space? Do you need time? Do you need some ex- do you need some time in your day to, to actually think? Are you so overtaxed or overcommitted that you're not giving yourself that time? Do you need space? Do you recognize like that you thrive better when you have some alone time during the day? Or maybe before your kids wake up, giving yourself that space. Do you recognize that perhaps you need boundaries around your finances? Like you spend a lot of money or you, you're, you're always like living paycheck to paycheck. Do you need some boundaries around that? Do you need some boundaries around your spouse? Like knowing when, you know, when you want to, when you need help right? I've talked last week about help and I know I'm using that and I, it, it irks me to say help, but you know, kind of like that, that back and forth thing. What do you need? It's really stopping and asking yourself, what do I need right now in the moment to make me feel whole? And then communicating that to others. And I have done another episode all about communicating your boundaries, which I'm not sure what number that is, but I will go ahead and link to that in the comments and in the show notes. But communicating your boundaries, being assertive and direct, right? Clear and concise and and really helping others understand what it is that you need and want and learning how to ask for it. And then 
recognizing or realizing that when you are new to setting boundaries, there's going to be pushback. Sometimes the pushback's worse. Like when you're trying to be strong or you're trying to set these boundaries, people are going to push back. People aren't used to you having boundaries. Let's face it. And so when you start recognizing like, hey, I need, I need to set these limits, there's going to be some tension. People are going to push back, but it's important to remain firm and consistent in order to maintain your boundaries. They will start responding accordingly, but it's up to you, right? Change only happens with you. It starts with you. And so you will need to know that it's going to happen. There's going to be pushbacks, pushback, but you are important. These boundaries are important and they will serve you. So just to summarize, setting boundaries can help you create healthier relationships, have more control over your life and reduce the stress and anxiety that you're experiencing. It's a proven fact. There's a lot of studies on boundaries. There's lots of books that are written. There have been People like myself who have realized that once you start setting boundaries, these things happen. Your stress is reduced. Your mental health is improved. Your physical health, your mental health. There's so many things, positive things that happen when you start setting boundaries. So don't be afraid to do it. Don't be afraid. My super mom detox coaching program, we talk a lot about boundaries because it's weaved in and out of all of the different things that we cover during the program. And you know how most importantly, it's about like changing the way you feel about yourself and recognizing that you are important, you matter. And with that, it's almost like it'll start, you'll feel better and you'll feel more able to set up those boundaries to allow yourself to be able to to have better relationships. With practice and patience, setting setting boundaries can be an effective way. It's an effective way, but it's also an essential way to create better relationships. So if you are interested in setting up a call and chatting with me about how I can help you set up better boundaries, along with all of the other things that we cover in the Supermom Detox, schedule a call with me. Momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself. And let's, let's talk. I want to hear about where you're struggling with as far as setting boundaries, taking off your Supermom cape, people-pleasing perfectionism, unrealistic expectations, all the things. What's keeping you in this perpetual state of overwhelm? And let's talk about how I can serve you and help you decrease that overwhelm and get back to, to you reclaiming your sense of self. So the link to that will be in today's show notes and also in the comment section under this video. Let me know your biggest takeaways. Um, it didn't look like anyone joined us live. Let me just double check. Okay. Yeah. doesn't look like anyone joined us live. So if you're watching this in replay, hashtag replay, let me know any questions you have, any comments, all that jazz. And I hope that you have a great Thursday. Oh, wait, one more thing. I also want to mention, today I opened up registration for my Sleep Matters Masterclass. And 
you'll see some posts about it over the next few weeks. And if you're on my email list, you'll receive an email about it. But the Sleep Matters Workshop, I've done it before. It is a two hour workshop. So it's a pretty substantial chunk of time that is, it's a commitment, but you will learn so much. So what this is, is I take my counselor hat, like what I've, what I've done in my counselor hat, being in my treatment of insomnia and in my own research and readings. And I've developed an entire workshop for mothers who cannot catch a good night's sleep. So seasons, mom, seasoned moms, not moms of newborns, because that's a whole different season. And that has to do with like the fact that your, your, your kid's not sleeping or your baby's not sleeping. So if you are a mom with like Child, like with, let's say preschool age children and above, and you struggle to fall asleep or stay asleep, you're tossing and turning. Maybe you, you resort to playing on your phone or watching television or just zoning out, staring at the ceiling. If you struggle with any of this racing mind, not being able to calm yourself down, come to the masterclass. It is, it's an amazing class. And well, if I do say so myself, <laughs> But it really is like I have packed a lot of information in it and I want to help you improve the quantity and the quality of your sleep. So sign up. I'll put the link to that as well in the comment section and in the show notes. And you'll also be seeing if here in the group, you'll also be seeing lots of posts about it. So that's it for today. And I hope that you have a great Thursday. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.